0: Welcome back to Via the Source, where you can get news about the entire NFL and, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Here's Steven, your host. What's up, guys? Today's date is December 8th. I'm Steven Masso. As always, you're listening to Via the source. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be going over some of my thoughts from the recent couple games. Of course, that most recent game against the New York Giants. I first thing first want to apologize for not having episodes. Uh, you know, over the past couple of weeks, I've been extremely busy with uh, you know stuff like school and finals, and uh, you know having work and other stuff going on in my personal life where I just kind of have been balancing a lot, and I've been extremely stressed and. Uh, you know, I've definitely been keeping up with the team and all that, but just in terms of getting the episodes out there as quickly as I would like to, it hasn't been the case. And I really want to apologize uh, for that. But to dive into it, I mean, the Dolphins right now are in a terrific state. What an exciting, uh, you know, turnaround this team has made. From losing seven straight, looking like the undeniable worst team in football, to now looking like they're returning to their 2020 form. And on top of that, you're seeing these emergences from some of these players, like guys like Tua Tungvaluwa looks as composed, as as uh, mature as he's ever looked, as more of a professional. He's really polished his game. And then you look at guys like Javon Holland, who right now isn't playing like just one of the top rookie defensive players, but he's playing like one of the better defensive players in all of football. Same thing could be said about Jalen Phillips. Jalen Waddle. right now, second in the NFL in receptions, second in all of the NFL, not just among rookies, among all players. I mean, these guys right now are truly taking a massive step and this little run they're going on with this win streak is really, really impressive. I don't want to downplay that at all so the Dolphins won this game by a score of 20 to 9 against the New York Giants the Giants again are not this super imposing team they're not menacing the Dolphins you know entered this game with the idea that they should win especially when you consider the quarterback for the Giants is Mike Glennon I mean you look at that yeah the Dolphins should be winning this game but how they did it again 20 to 9 absolutely shut down Mike Glennon they did a terrific job across the board and we're going to begin with the offense side of the ball to a tongue of Iloa 30 for 41 244 yards and two touchdowns and on one of these touchdowns in particular he threw it to Isaiah Ford near that front corner pylon and I thought it was an awesome play because two was rolling out his eyes are on Devontae Parker if you look at the defender who's supposed to be on Isaiah Ford for whatever reason because Tua has his eyes on Devontae Parker for a split second he bites he makes a subtle movement towards Parker and then at that moment Tua's eyes snap right back to Isaiah Ford. He connects on a laser beam. I mean, the time to release was immaculate. Gets out there super quick, super accurate right to Isaiah Ford for the touchdown. I mean, it looks like a routine play, but when you look at what Tua was able to do on like a very detailed, small level, it was very impressive. And then he threw that jump ball to Mac Hollins, and that was how his second touchdown happened. But overall right now, I mean, are there plays you can nitpick and say, okay, maybe Tua should have thrown to Waddle here. Maybe this guy was, over maybe he held on to the ball too long. Yeah, of course, but at the end of the day, if you're not happy with the progression we've seen from Tua, if you're not loving this right now, then I don't know what to tell you because right now he is playing very good football. That's just objective. You know, I mean, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. If you look at the numbers right now, Tua is playing really good football. Now, to stay with the offensive side of the ball here, the guy that's been deserving of a ton of props over the past couple of weeks is rookie wide receiver Jalen Waddle. And I know I said that I prefer Jamar Chase. I even said I prefer Devontae Smith over Jalen Waddle, but man, is he making it hard for me to change that stance because the guy on the field is incredible. He has lightning quick speed, but also on top of that, if you look at the mentality, the optimism he brings, those little post games, fins for the win that he's saying every time. I mean, the guy is just he's awesome. I mean, the guy is fun to watch. He looks like he's enjoying it. He looks like he's playing a game out there, which is awesome to see. And I'm loving what I've seen from Jalen Waddle. Another productive outing from him nine catches for 90 yards against second in the NFL in receptions he had a big 25 yard reception but there was another play where he dropped a play a, a pass on a slant route which frankly looked like it would have been a massive home run of a play a shame he dropped it but at the end of the day the guy's been playing absolutely lights out so I'm not going to complain about that the other receiver here who had a good game was Devontae Parker his first game back from that injury five catches 62 yards including this awesome kind of back shot shoulder while falling back, managing to tiptoe along the sidelines, a very acrobatic, impressive catch. I said it on Dolphins Talk earlier that when Devontae Parker's career is over, you're gonna have a very impressive highlight reel to be able to watch. People will be mad that he didn't stay healthy enough and he wasn't on the field as much as he should have been. But when you look at some of the catches the guy was able to make, just truly elite in terms of the category of making these playmaking spectacular kind of catches. Devonte Parker, when it comes to that, he knows how to make these very contested acrobatic plays. Now, as we move over to the defensive side of the ball here, I mentioned it, Jalen Phillips absolutely playing lights out. And I said it on Dolphin's Talk if you, somebody who listens to that as well, and then comes over here, it's going to sound extremely similar. But I've been very down on the running back position as a whole. You guys know that. Uh, even though I like Najee Harris as a prospect, I wouldn't have been mad at all if they would have uh, taken him at that spot. But I just had a feeling at the end of the the day the Dolphins are not going to view the running back position that highly and again if you look at the opposite side of the ball in this game in particular the Giants have that stud running back the Dolphins uh, the Dolphins fan base want I mean they have Saquon Barkley is about a stud of a running back as you could have did he make the Giants offense look good? Not necessarily. I mean, he looked pretty good, but then Devontae Parker was, or Devonte Booker, I should say, was incorporated. And was there that much of a drop off? I mean, not necessarily. And I'm not saying that Booker is as talented as Barkley, but if you expect the Dolphins to be able to plug in a guy like Saquon Barkley behind the travesty of this offensive line and expect it, to all of a sudden just work out magically that's not the case the Dolphins first and foremost need to address that offensive line before they can try to just plug anybody in there because at the end of the day it's going to be the same result I don't care who the running back is if there's nothing to work with nobody's going to be able to get it done so with that being said I mean it's extremely hard to be mad at the idea of passing on Harris when you have Jalen Phillips recording another two sacks in this game the guy looks absolutely absolutely phenomenal people were mad about the beginning of the season how he wasn't really leaving a mark but over the past couple weeks the guy isn't again playing like one of the better rookie defenders he's playing like one of the better edge rushers in all of football right now the guy has been playing absolutely lights out same thing could be said about Javon Holland he had five tackles in this game two big pass breakups as well as a quarterback hit again Not just one of the better young safeties, but one of the better safeties in all of football over this recent stretch. The Dolphins and Chris Greer, I must admit, hit it absolutely out of the park, it looks like, with these couple of picks. The guys look absolutely phenomenal. It seems like a head scratcher right now. How Javon Holland was even able to fall that far. The guy is absolutely dynamic. We saw in that interception that Xavier Howard recorded that he was draped all over the receiver as well. Glennon, for whatever reason, tried throwing to them again in the end zone. Again, Holland and Howard both draped all over it. I mean, the guy's just everywhere on the field. An absolute ball hawk reminds me of Ed Reed when I'm watching him because he's just, wherever the ball is, he's there. And every hit it seems like he's making is not just some lazy arm tackle. The guy is laying down the hammer and you can tell he's also out there having fun. So a few other guys that need to be mentioned on this defense aside from this game in particular, Andrew Van Ginkle, a very impressive performance. He batted down and pass near the line of scrimmage he also had a tackle for a loss and five total tackles and then Xavier howard recorded yet another interception on that deep pass thrown by mike glennon a very tough pick to come down with but xavian howard one of the best in the business when it comes to being a ball hawk and one issue the dolphins have had throughout the course of the season even when they were winning games was was that they were giving up the big play. It was kind of a push and pull. There was a pro and a con. But in this game, the longest reception for the New York Giants was only 20 yards. So the Dolphins defense was able to neutralize the big play in this game. And the same thing could be said about the offensive side of the ball, how Tua Tungavailoa has always it seemed like had that one very bad interception or one very bad uh, you know execution on a pass. Well, it seems like over the past couple of weeks, he's been able to remove that asset from his game and he's been playing extremely extremely clean football as of late so as we move and take a look at the rest of the Dolphins schedule for right now extremely favorable the chances of them winning out look pretty promising right now if you're looking at any sort of negative is that the Dolphins bye week comes at a point where things are rolling Xavier Howard said in a press conference that he kind of wishes the bye week had came a little bit earlier as opposed to right now but when you consider how much these guys may need the recovery from taking these kind of beatings. I'm sure they're also welcoming the idea of a bye week, but if you look at how the schedule looks for the Dolphins as they leave that bye week, they get a game fresh out of the bye at home against the New York Jets. Of course, they're going to be the favorites in that one. Then they have a primetime Monday night game against the New Orleans Saints on the road, and then they have another road game against the Tennessee Titans. Again, if Derrick Henry isn't there for that game, Will Ryan Tannehill be able to do it. He hasn't looked like the same guy. I'm not willing to bet on it. And then the last game against a team with the longest current active win streak, the New England Patriots at home where the Dolphins historically have had success. It's going to be extremely pivotal that the Dolphins' run stop comes out very strong in this game. Of course, I wouldn't expect anything like that. Most recent showing where Mac Jones threw only three passes, but at this point, we know what they're going to try to do with Mac Jones. They're going to try to limit him. He's going to try to execute those very short passes, and they're going to be dependent on that run game, whether it's Damian Harris, whether it's Ramondre Stevenson, whether it's a guy like Brandon Bolden even they're going to rely on that run game and Mac Jones is just going to try to pick apart the defense in the short yardage situations I mean I wouldn't expect from this point to the end of the season that we see a drastic change where Mac Jones all of a sudden becomes a gunslinger we know what to expect in this game the Dolphins defense should come out here with a pretty decent scheme just based on that fact so guys that is how I'm going to wrap up today's episode if you have any topics questions things you would like for me to discuss in a future episode feel free to reach out to me on twitter i would greatly appreciate it and gladly discuss it in a future episode if you enjoyed the episode please leave a review on the apple podcast app it would mean a lot if you haven't followed on twitter already i would greatly appreciate it that is at shady steven and at via the source guys that is how i'm going to wrap it up it was a pleasure to be your host until next time i'm steven masso and this was via the source